good afternoon, good afternoon, fam. How are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? I pray all is well. Who glory be to God. Oh, I'm gonna share this word with y'all today. Um, possibly gonna put it on my podcast today, but I'm gonna go ahead and get this out as the Holy Spirit is still moving. Oh God, God, I thank you right now. I I heard this song that um. I went back through my phone and I remember this song that a friend sent me once. It says, I have high expectations, God, that you're going to move, that you're going to heal, and that you're going to breathe. Whew. And I began to listen to that song and I let that song minister to my heart. I let it minister to my spirit. And I immediately, oh my God, God didn't say, Mm. God didn't say that we wasn't going to go through trials and tribulations. God didn't sit here and say that times wasn't going to be happy-go-looking all the time. God did not promise us that. But he did promise us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He did say that with my mother and my father leave me. It's what David said. He said, when my mother and my father leave me, God will be with me. God said he has been with us even before time. Before we were formed as our mother womb, God has been with us. God said, I will be with you even until the end of time. I don't know nobody that gonna be with me until the end of time. I don't know nobody but God. But as I begin to pray and God begin to to speak and minister to my heart, because one thing I do know, whoo, Jesus, we can have we can have brothers and sisters in Christ, but I'm here to tell you, it ain't nothing like closing your door to your sanctuary, whatever your sanctuary is. The Holy Spirit say, if it's your car, if if it's your bedroom door, if your prayer closet, whatever your sanctuary is, wherever your meeting place is, it can be a lake, a beach, or whatever God say, be your bag. Even the track, God say, whatever your sanctuary is, I got several sanctuaries, because God know I make a sanctuary at my job. Come on now. I'm able to make a sanctuary at my job. It does not matter because what I need to hear from God, I will make a sanctuary wherever I'm at. Now, don't hear me today. Are you able to make a sanctuary wherever you go, wherever your feet tread? to make a sanctuary are you able to create an atmosphere that God can come in and dwell in y'all don't hear me today able to make a sanctuary for God to come in and move thank you to come into my sanctuary oh my God and I begin to praise God and cry out to God and I begin to worship him oh my God where are the real worshipers at? Woo! Let me tell you something. You better learn how to worship in this hour. 
learn how to get on your knees, walk the floor, fall on your face, get whatever God instructs you to do. Time for the real worshipers to stand up and create a atmosphere, create your sanctuary wherever you at. Oh my God, my God. God said create a sanctuary. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to have to get up and walk the floor. I got my Bible. I'm going to get to the scripture in a minute. But God say, oh my God, it does not matter. Are you able to create a sanctuary in the middle of hell? We'll sit here and say that we can make our bed in the middle of hell. But you are creating a sanctuary, my God, in the middle of hell, in the middle of going through, in the middle of chaos. In the middle of this, in the midst of you losing things, in the midst of you losing this, in the midst of people talking about you, in the midst of family members turning their back on you, can you create a sanctuary in the middle of your hell? God help me in your day. God said, can you create an atmosphere that where I can come down and I can move at the magnitude that you need me to move? You need me. Oh, my God. Sometimes we don't think we need God, but we need God every second. We can't breathe without him. We can't talk. We can't move. Our mind can't even regulate without him. I don't care who you are. You cannot operate without God. You may think you operating on your own, but you are not operating on your own. It is the living God. It is the living God. You are able to operate. Oh, God, I thank you right now. But God said, can you create a a, a sanctuary, an atmosphere in the middle of your hell? Oh, Jesus. When he said that, my God, my God. And I begin to pray and I begin to worship. And I begin to thank God. And then he simply said the word. Keep looking to the hills in which your help coming from. I said, God, I hear you. God said, no, I don't think you understand. I want you to keep looking up. And I want you to keep looking to the hills. Don't you look to man. Don't you look to your left. Don't you look to your right. Don't you look behind. Don't you look to this over here. God said, look up and look to the hills. I said, yes, God. He said, go and read Psalm 121 again. And I'm going to read it to y'all. Hallelujah. It says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I'm going to stop right there. It says, my help. Oh, my God. Come on in here today, Holy Spirit. It says, my help. Because see, when it say my help, my help can be finances. My help can be jobs. My help can be circumstances. My help can be situations. My help can be sicknesses. My help can be anything. It says my help. Because see, we say all help. But God says, it says my help. So your help can be anything. What is your help today that you need to look to the hills? Oh my God, come on. Look to the hills with your help coming from. Because your help is not in man. Your help is in God. So you got to look to the hills. You got to look forward. You got to look up. God, I thank you right now for your help. What is your help today? What do you need God to do today? What are you expecting from God? God is uh, sitting here and say that you got to be sitting here silent and go through. You don't have to go through. But God said he'll be with you in the going through in the midst of the storm. Because after the storm comes, oh my God. Let me tell you something. Y'all know how a hurricane 
and just destroy and, and tear up stuff. But see, I look at it as different. If that hurricane that came through my life and ramshackled and throw stuff over here and throw stuff over there, guess what that means? New beginnings. That means new stuff for to come in my life. That could even mean new people, new things, new places. God said I had to wipe all the old life. Come on, somebody don't hear me today. Somebody need to allow the hurricane to go on in their life. Somebody ought to praise God in the midst of the storm. If it's raining and it's hell in your life, you ought to be able to shout. You ought to be able to create an atmosphere that God can come in and encourage you. He can come in and pour into you. He can pour some new oil on you. He can pour a new anointing on you. Because where you finna go, the territory you going into, you're going to need some new oil. You're going to need some new anointing. You're going to have to be well equipped. My God, I thank you today. Woo! See, a lot of times we want to run to man. Thank you, Jesus. We want to run to man and talk about, I need help. I need prayer. I need this. But God say, look to the hills. My God. He say, look to the hills. Look to him. Woo. God say, whoo. The word say, cast your cares upon me. Come on, every circumstance, every situation, everything that you're going through, you don't have to cast it upon God. You don't have to follow your faith. You don't have to fall on your knees and say, Father, I can't deal with this no more. You said in your word to cast all my cares upon you. You said, lay down my burdens. You said, hand this over to you. You told me I didn't have to go through by myself. You said you would be with me always, that you would never leave me nor forsake me. So God, I'm going to look to you. I'm going to look to the hills in which my help coming from. All my help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth. My God, my God. One thing about God, let me jump on to the next verse. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. You ain't got to worry about, you ain't got to worry about uh, messing and slipping and, and over here. God has you. Oh, my God. You might slip, but you ain't going to fall. Come on. You might slip and slide a little bit, but God got you right there. And even sometimes if you feel like you fail, one thing I know about God, his arms are not too short to where he cannot reach you. His ears are not deaf to you where he cannot hear you. All God saying you got to do is get up, trust in him, dust yourself up, and try it again. Because God said you are in his hands. He will keep you. Oh, my God. He said he would keep you. He don't go to sleep. He's always up. God, I thank you right now. Oh, Jesus, my God, my God. But see, verse 6 got me said, The sun shall not smite thee by day. Mm. So I said, no matter how, how the situation is, when I think about the sun and I think about where I am, I'm in southeast Georgia and it's, and it's, and it's hot. We've been having 100-degree weather. It has been scorching hot. But God said, even in all that heat, I still got you. You ain't going to come out <laughs> smelling like smoke. Your clothes won't be burnt. You won't be burnt. You won't look like what you've been through. My God, my God. God said no matter how hot the furnace was, then he do it for the three Hebrew boys. 
and one man said, y'all gotta go read it. I, I, I thought you said we put three in there. He said, we did. He said, but I, there's four men walking in there. Somebody don't feel me. Somebody is in the middle of their furnace. And God is letting who God is saying, you are not in the furnace alone. I am in the furnace with you. I am protecting you. I am leading you. I am guiding you. And you may not understand. And you can't see right in the corner. Some of us can't even see ahead. But God say, trust in him at all times. Oh, my God. Oh my God, God said he is with you even in the furnace. He don't care how many degrees that it be turned up. He said he is with you, my God. And when you come out, you ain't going to smell like smoke. You ain't going to look like what you've been through. You ain't going to be burnt, but you're going to be a new creature in Christ. Hallelujah, somebody. Oh, Jesus. Mm. In the second part, nor the moon by night. We know at nighttime it is dark. Oh, come on, somebody. It is dark, and sometimes not this, not in this season. Our nighttime is is hot, but even who? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even at nighttime, it might be hot, or even at nighttime, it might be cold. God said, "I will be with you in the night," because you have who? Come on, Holy Spirit. You have the moon, and the moon is shining and it's bright. If you look up at the moon, it shine bright and it shines light. God said He is still. The light, come on, God said he'll be the light even in your dark season. Come on, somebody need to know that even in your dark season, even in your dark moments, God is your light. Look to the hills. Come on, somebody. Look to the hills in which your help coming from. You can't look down, but you got to look up. My God, hallelujah. Even in your dark season, in your darkest hours, God said, I will be your light. Hallelujah. Verse 7, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. He has you. Let me, ooh, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Even in this, God has you. God had to take me back. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Y'all got to forgive me because when I think back over my life, when I think back over all the things that I've done, when I think back over the life that I was living, when I was out in the world, and I was being this promiscuous woman, and I was hopping from pillar to post, and, and I was sleeping with all kind of men and women, and I was drinking, and, and oh, I thought I was having such a good time, but all I was doing was destroying the very precious thing that God gave me, which is this temple. He gave me life, and I was destroying it. I was destroying it through through alcohol, through having multiple sex partners. I was destroying the temple. I was killing my own self. I didn't realize that I was committing suicide. Y'all don't hear me today. I want to help somebody today. I was committing suicide. Oh my God. Suicide to myself. I was killing myself because the Bible says the wages of sin are death. I was killing myself. I was writing my own death. I was going to the grave, but I was going at a slow pace. And the enemy did not care. As long as he could have got me, he didn't care. How, when, just kill him. I don't know who. Here it is. But it's not too late. The Lord 
say, who shall preserve thee from all evil? Eve, God had to remind me. Even though you was out there doing all these things, my hand was still on you. I was still holding you. I was still protecting you. Somebody could have killed me, y'all. I could have been went off to sex trafficking. Brutally. God, help me. Y'all got to forgive me today. I think about all the things that could have happened to me because I put myself in some dangerous situations. Situations that I don't even know. I know it nobody but God. I was supposed to be. Oh, my God. I was supposed to die many, many times. But this let me know that God had his hand upon me. If this is you right now. And and you find yourself, well, I don't know how I made it out. It is God. And God is saying, Come out from among them. It is time for you to come out from among them. It's time for you to turn from your wicked ways. Oh, Jesus. Time for you to come out from among them. Time for you to leave the world alone. We sit here, we don't want to leave the world alone because we feel like the world is fun and it's this and it's that, but all it is is destruction. You are doing, you are committing suicide and you at a slow death. Let me tell you something. The lies that the enemy told me, grace and mercy gonna carry you. God told me grace and mercy ran out. Then what somebody told me, this is what I know and what I heard. God said, Yo, grace and mercy to ran out for you. I'm not gonna continue to do this with you. See, sometimes it takes the real, the real hard, tough love talk for you to turn around. God, I know that's what it took for me. Tell you that, oh, you ain't got to worry about that. Let me tell you something. God forgives you, but not for you to keep going, doing what you're doing, doing the same thing. See, we get that confused. See, what we call that is hmm, making excuses to stay in our sin. If you keep sinning and sinning and sinning, and you keep talking about God, forgive me, God, you go forgive me. What are you praying that for? I'm going to be real with somebody today. I know this going to upset some people, but see, I need to speak to your spirit, man. I don't want you to, I don't want you to hear Candace. I want you to hear God. And God wants to speak to your spirit, man. So move your flesh out of the way. Your spirit, man, so God can speak to it. You cannot sit here the same way. Ooh, come on, Holy Spirit. You cannot go into the next season the same way. You got to change. You got to do something different. If you want different results, you got to do something different. It's not going to be easy. But I promise you it's worth it. Our life is on the line. Come on. Our life is, let me tell you something, my life is on the line right now. As I am sitting here ministering to you, my life is on the line. Because I can't afford to go back out in the world. Because if I go back into the world, I'm going to die. God has already told me that. You say, well, now, nah, but I said, no, I know what God told me. If I go back out there where I'm at now, I'm going to die. I'm going to leave here, and I'm not going to make it in. God will do you like that. Fail you. Because he failed me. 
better get serious this time. And you better do what I tell you to do. Time for some of you to surrender. You don't have all day, every day no more. Look at the signs of time and stuff that's going on. You think you got tomorrow? Tomorrow's promise to no man. I don't even know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. I pray and hope that I am. But if my God feel like I just need to go home, he'll, woo, he'll come get me. I'm not afraid no more. See, what the problem is, the reason why we are so afraid of death, because look at our life. Y'all don't hear me today. This is why we walking around here scared of death. What you scared of death for? Death has been defeated. Oh my God, over 2,000 years ago, death was defeated by Jesus Christ. When he got up on the third day, he said, oh, death. I can't even hold you. Come on, somebody. Know the God that you serve. Scared of death for you scared of death because of the life you live in. Time for you to turn yourself around. It's time for you to go back home. If you're the prodigal son, like I was the prodigal son, it's time to go back home to your father. I don't know who that was for, but thank you, Holy Spirit. No, I done been there. I can't afford to go back out in the world no more. If I go back out there. And I know that I'm gone. So if that is not a fear within itself, I don't know what it is. But that's the fear of the Lord. And that's the fear that you need to have put down on the inside of you. And that's the only fear you need to have. It's the fear of the Lord. Oh, Jesus. So come on here real quick and encourage somebody to the hills in which your help coming from. Can you, thank you, Holy Spirit, can you sanctuary? What your situation is, no matter what your circumstance is, no matter what you're going through, can you create a sanctuary? A sanctuary for God to come in and do what He needs to do best. create a sanctuary. Come on, somebody. I don't care where you are. You can create a sanctuary in the middle of a grocery store if you need to. You can create a sanctuary in your car, in your house, even on your on your job. I create a sanctuary even on my job sometimes at night. I would invite God in the people. They be everybody be scattered out. They don't even know why. I can create an atmosphere for him to come in and move. Y'all don't hear me today. Create an atmosphere that God can come in move even in the middle of hell make your bed you can create that sick that that sanctuary in the middle of your hell in the middle of all the chaos that's going on you can create a sanctuary for God to come in do baby calm the stone God I thank you oh my God I thank you I just want to come on here real quick and share this word and encourage somebody today to continue to look to the hills in which your help coming from. Your help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And it don't say some help. It don't say three-fourths of help. It don't say half of a help. It says my help. That means all your help. All your needs. Whatever it is. Everything comes from God. 
Not just the material things and the physical physical things, but the spiritual things. The love that you are seeking comes from God. The acceptance that you are seeking comes from God. The the healing that you need from from past trauma and and relationships and and this and that comes from God. Your healing, your sick and your body, it comes from God. Everything comes from God. See, when we say help, we thinking about finances, we thinking about calm, we thinking about this. But what about your eternal man? Come on, somebody. I'm trying to get over here. But God say, my help. That means even your eternal, even your inside come from God. Even that stuff down in the roots. Who come on, God. Even in the root part, even in the depth part that you don't want to talk about to nobody. Something happened to you and you feel like you can't get it out. God say, release it to him because he is your help. God say, cry out to him. You ain't got to go to nobody. You ain't got to tell nobody. You don't need nobody. All you got to do is create an atmosphere, create a sanctuary where you at, and tell God all about it. Begin to cry out. Begin to worship him. Begin to thank him. And say, God, I need your help with this situation. You know what I dealt back as a child. I can't talk to nobody because I don't want nobody looking at me sideways. I don't want nobody judging me. I don't want nobody talking about, no, I can't deal with her no more because she seemed a little crazy. But God, I need you to come down and I need you to fix my inner man. I need you to heal my inner man. My inner man is broken. I'm told I. God, I need your help. I done went over here to the northeast, south and west, and been looking for love. I've been looking for acceptance. I've been looking for forgiveness. But God, I couldn't find nobody. But God, I need you to help me. Whoo, Jesus. I need you to help me, God, with this very thing. I need you to help me with this thorn in my side. I need you to carry me through. Because he said in his word that my grace is sufficient for thee. Come on, somebody. Don't you know that God's grace is sufficient? He will carry you through the storm. He will He will be with you always. He's not going to leave you. He ain't going to talk about you. He ain't going to cast you away. But he's right there. He says, my help. That means all your help. Oh, my God. All your help. From the inside to the outside. God said, he is your help. God, my God, help me in here today, Jesus. Y'all know I had to kick this word out. But I want to encourage you to look to the heap. Woo, Jesus. Look to the hills. Open up your eyes and look to the hills. Your help come from. All your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. Y'all have a blessed day.